The road to entrepreneurial success is long, it's tedious, and there are points where it might make more sense to cut losses than it would be to keep forging onward. But sometimes an idea is bigger than just you. It becomes a movement, something that can change lives. I went into a sporting goods store to go get a water bottle. They didn't have any on the shelves. I was like, what happened? They said, yeah, this is stuff called BPA. We're not really familiar with what it is or how serious it's going to be, but we pulled all the bottles just as a precautionary measure. So it just came out my mouth. I will do that. And the guy laughed at me. That's Travis Rosbach. He isn't your typical entrepreneur. He's far more comfortable in a scuba suit than a business suit. But he knows firsthand what it's like to have a business take on a life of its own. He's the co-founder of Hydroflask, the most used water bottle in the world. So how did Travis take his idea and turn it into a $210 million household name despite facing near bankruptcy and seemingly insurmountable odds? Find out on this episode of The Journey. There are always exciting things happening in the world of small business. The news that grabs the headlines, though, are always the highlights. The overnight successes, the billion-dollar IPOs, the massive exits. But just like your Instagram feed, that's never the whole story. Let's look deeper than the headlines and press photos. Underneath all of that is the real work of building something valuable and lasting. Don't get me wrong, I love crazy success stories and can be drawn in by those big flashy tales just as much as the next person. But we all know that what's more important than the destination is how you get there. It's the struggles you have to overcome and the insights you learn along the way that make you who you are. So those are the stories we're telling. It's raw, it's honest, and maybe it's exactly what you need to hear. I'm Hillary Georgie, and this is The Journey. So, anyone who owns a small business knows what the difference between surviving and thriving feels like. And obviously, we all aim to thrive. That's why we're excited about our latest partnership with UPS. Our listeners know that whether you're moving your business online or getting into new markets or just trying to make things run faster and more efficiently, small businesses are up against a unique set of challenges. That's why UPS designed innovative tools just for small businesses that are made to help take you to the next level. Learn more about how UPS can get your small business moving forward at ups.com slash pivot. Growing up, Travis didn't have much. He had dreams of being a firefighter or maybe a member of the mafia, his words, not mine. But then one day, his neighbor, a businessman, passed away. As the man's family was cleaning out the house, they told Travis that he could take whatever he wanted. He looked around, his eyes landed on one thing, a bookcase. I inherited a fairly good sized bookshelf when I was 12. Brian Tracy, Zig Ziglar, Jim Rohn, Wayne Dyer, a lot of the business books and the self-help books and the self-betterment books. I had like this realization that this opulence came from this bookshelf somehow. His studies, his skill, something came from this bookshelf. And I had kind of a calling to just devour these books and audio tapes, cassette tapes, VHS tapes, all of it. And he did. And it sparked something in him. Travis grew up bouncing from one adventure to another until he found ways to put that creative spirit to work. First, he started a fencing company with his business partner. 
Although it was successful, he found himself losing interest and losing the excitement that made him eager to start it in the first place. So he made a change. We were professional. We were legit. And we did it in a nice, fair manner. And then I got tired. So it was February. It was cold. It was icy. And I was tired of digging holes in the ice. And so I was like, I need to go on holiday. And so I took off to Hawaii. And I just fell madly in love with Hawaii. And mm-hmm. I called her and I said, hey, look, you keep the company or you can sell it. Either way, I live here now. They sold the business within two weeks. And from there, he and his business partner officially moved to Hawaii and started a screen printing company, which was also successful and more fun than digging in the hard dirt. But timing is everything in business. And unfortunately for Travis, the 2008 economic collapse was right around the corner. He, like so many other business owners, had to pivot and fast. He didn't expect to find inspiration at a sporting goods store, but that's exactly what happened. He walked in to buy a water bottle, but found the shelves empty. News of BPA had everyone rethinking reusable plastic water bottles that have been a mainstay. But Travis had an idea. So it just came out my mouth. I will do that. The guy laughed at me. I saw the future about 10 years down the road. I saw myself up on stage talking about this highly successful water bottle company. I just kind of looked at him. I was like, you don't know what you don't know, dude. So I just went out. We started Hydroflask. As an athlete, Travis saw the need for a new water bottle, but he also had firsthand experience in seeing the damage of beach pollution. He knew he had to find a way to help solve that problem with this new idea. i traveled all over the world scuba diving, and I've seen damage to our coral reefs. And I've seen pollution and junk and garbage and plastics wash up on the beach. I always wanted to help somehow. I just never thought that I would be able to really make a big impact. So Travis went looking for the best way to make a sustainable water bottle. I thought, what would be the ideal water bottle that I would want? I just took off all over Oahu and started buying every bottle I could find, milk, juice, beer, water, everything, and measuring the caps and measuring the mouths and the lids and the thread patterns, all of it. He settled on a simple yet smart design, metal with double insulation. It was like nothing he'd ever seen before. And as it turns out, it was like nothing that had been made anywhere. He quickly hit a snafu. He couldn't find a factory to produce what he was looking for. Finally, he just took matters into his own hands and booked a flight to Shanghai in an effort to find a place to make his innovative water bottles. I took off to Shanghai. I found a water bottle company, but then they turned out to be plastic water bottles. I knew for a fact I didn't want to do plastic. So, dang, I flew this whole way and they said no, and I was just leaving. Somebody came up and grabbed my shoulder. Hey, man. My cousin does sourcing down in Hangzhou. You should go talk to him. Okay, how do I get there? I'll call them and they'll come get you. I'm like, okay, cool. So I get in the taxi. I go to the train station. I get down to Hangzhou about four hours later. Oh, geez, I don't know what I'm doing here because I don't know who I'm looking for or anything else. And this woman walks up. Are you Travis? They ran a small company that made metal bottles for milk, and they were willing to take an order for this new prototype. Then a new problem arose. Well, the minimum order quantity, the MOQ was 3,000 bottles. We came up with $11,000. It was more than we could afford. After that, they said, yes, I got back to Oahu and 
my girlfriend at the time, we just sold everything we owned. We each had one bag and we bought plane tickets back to Bend and showed up at my mom's house and moved into her spare bedroom and waited for the bottles to arrive. We know Travis made it out of his mom's house and got his product into the hands of millions of people. But how? Find out after the break. I'm so excited that today's podcast is sponsored by UPS. One way to take your small business to the next level is to take it beyond these borders. And when you're ready, UPS International Shipping has your back. Expanding to new markets and reaching customers far and wide is easy. And you can forget about confusing customs paperwork because you'll have the power and support of the UPS logistics experts to help you conquer the world with confidence. And if you're a listener of this show, you know that confidence is key. Head to ups.com slash pivot and use the code SOAR, S-O-A-R, to save on your next global order with UPS International Shipping. Start here, go everywhere, break into new markets, and start reaching new customers with the help of UPS. Travis had just sold everything he owned and moved back in with his mom to fund his company's first inventory order of 1,500 water bottles. It was a huge bet, but he believed in his design. And once the water bottles arrived, he immediately took them to market. And just started selling them, and they started selling really well. Got back home to Bend and started selling them at the local Munch and Music movie night, Drake Park. And the Bend Bulletin did an article on us. So the following week, this guy came up. Hey, I'm a sales rep. I'd like to rep for you guys. Yeah, that sounds pretty straightforward. What do you need? And he goes, well, I need 48 bottles. I'm like, I can't do that. We only have a thousand left. So he talked me into it and he called me about six days later and he asked for the inventory and we gave it to him and he says, I've already sold them. So he ordered the second 1500 to come in and they got there and they were pretty much already sold by the time they landed. So we ordered, I think it was 10,000, 20,000, and then 40,000. Hydroflask was taking off and Travis was struggling to keep up with the orders. It was a good problem to have. The initial feedback was just so positive. People had never seen it before. It's almost like black magic. Like, yeah, too good to be true. I guess I'll try one. They were $20, $19.99 and $24.99 at the time. And so everybody has a $20 bill. They've got cash and I'll bet $20 on this thing. And then they'd come back the following week and they'd buy like 10 of them. And even just in that one week of being hydrated, their bodies felt better. Their spouses appreciated all of them more, their family, their friends, their neighbors, their colleagues. And so they started buying them as gifts. I kind of came up with a joke that they were the most stolen product in people's homes. Children were stealing them and parents were stealing from the kids. And so they just had to keep buying more. So that kind of positive feedback just really kept driving me through the hard times when things kind of started to get rough financially. Orders were booming, but Hydroflask was still scraping by financially. The company needed an influx of cash and quickly. And as if that stress wasn't enough, other problems popped up too. 
every dollar we made went right back into inventory. And so we went quite a while without any employees because we just couldn't afford them. And then when we finally did get employees, we got our very first employee was right when we had our first 40,000 bottle order. It came in and it was rusted. And I'd just been to the factory for a month and I was really sick. It was a rough month. I took off back to the factory when we got these bad bottles and I negotiated another 40,000 on net 120 after they landed because it took about 60 days. I negotiated 120 after they reached. So I thought we're in pretty good shape. So I go back to the world headquarters here in Bend and my partner, it got too tough for her. So she took off. Our one employee took off. She stole all the cash, all the money. We had some day laborers checking to see if they were rusted or insulated or how they were working. She fired everybody, paid them pennies on the dollar, and she bolted. And then the next 40,000 hit the point of demarcation. So the ship has to either go towards America or go back to China if you've got an issue. And they called in the 40,000 bottle note, 250 grand. We had a deal. Nope, we'd have no deal. So then basically we were out $500,000. And that's when I started looking for help. Now I'd kind of collected people along the way who had said, hey, you know, hey, I can help you out if ever you need help. I think they meant more like sales and marketing and stuff like that. But I'm like, hey, man, you got any money? Because I need 500 grand. Eventually somebody was like, yeah, sure. I got some cash for you. So he came down and we worked a deal and we got the 40,000 good bottles in and started bootstrapping all over again. With all these issues, one might ask, why not call it quits? Travis was more than capable of moving and starting something new. He'd done it before. From theft to damaged product, it seemed like cutting losses and leaving would be a reasonable thing for Travis to want to do. But at this point, Hydroflask had taken on a life of its own. I think what just kept me going was it hit a point of critical mass pretty darn quick where I was no longer doing it for Travis. This is beyond me. This is for others. We had a banker who one day she called me in and she's like, you guys have no money. You have nothing. You have nothing left. You're done. You're screwed. And she started crying and she says, hey, you know, I feel so much better about myself. My husband finds me more attractive. I'm moving to that desk over there next week because I got a promotion and a raise. And she goes, I think it's because of this water bottle. I was like, yeah, dang, I got to keep going. The fight paid off. Word of mouth about Hydroflask spread and its quarterly growth was up 600% consistently. Things were still challenging, but Travis was seeing the impact of his product. This was during the 08, 09 recession. Companies had no money. People had no money for anything. Businesses were struggling. And the feedback we were getting was that Hydroflask was keeping them afloat. People were coming in to buy water bottles, but they were not buying anything else. But Hydroflask was paying their mortgage and their leases. That was kind of all the more reason that I just knew I had to just keep putting one foot in front of the other. Hydroflask blew up. Money was coming in and the product spread around the world. Travis found himself wondering about his next steps, but it wasn't until one special encounter in France when he finally felt like he was ready to move on to his next venture. I think it was either the Louvre or one of those big fancy art gallery museums. And I saw a Hydroflask. And it was a pink one, pink 18 ounce. And it was across the room. And 
And I kind of went up and I was kind of shy, you know, I was like, Oh, Hey, you know, where'd you get that? And the woman like just freaked out. She pulled it up close and she's like, this is my hydro flask. Oh no, no, no. I know it's yours. I know you didn't steal it. I'm just asking you like, where did you get it? Where in the world? Well, I got it in Phoenix. I said, Oh, okay. You know, cool. And, and then I think my brother told her that's Travis. He's the guy who owns the company. And so she called her husband over and her husband comes over and meets me and he starts crying. Oh, we just love your bottles and so great to meet you. And I left that. I was like, I think I'm done. Travis left Hydroflask and moved on. But while he was done with this venture, it turns out his entrepreneurial spirit isn't done changing lives just yet. I wanted to just go travel the world and just go surf and scuba dive and just go kick it. What I actually really got from Hydroflask was my greatest gift besides helping humanity, of course, was I just started doing a lot of yoga. And then I realized entrepreneurship is just really in my soul. I just cannot not be doing business stuff. And so I started the Tumalo Group to help companies mm-hmm. grow and start. And I just, I do business advising and I help people go through all those hard times and those good times and those in-between times of being an entrepreneur. And so the Tumalo Group, now we do a lot of sourcing. We help people find factories. We're working a lot with Mexico and in America and still with China. I help other people grow, which I find awesome. I have a lot of fun doing it. The Journey is created by Mission.org and sponsored by UPS. To learn more about the show or mission, visit mission.org. And to learn more about how UPS can help your business, visit ups.com slash pivot.